0: what's up YouTube it's the <laughs> tough cut pod- minus one that's right Matt's dead um, hell yeah and God is dead and we killed him um, no <laughs> Matt is on vacation he uh, left us to, to do this um, yeah
1: he and left the, the the he left us loose no it's gonna rules. be a, it's gonna be a rowdy one guys but um, <laughs> Um, but if you get surprised that you hear him in the second half of this episode, that's just movie
0: magic, baby. Yeah, we recorded the like actual finale matchup uh, previously, uh, earlier in the week, so he, can, he could be a part of that. But Jake and I are covering Honorable Mentions. That's right, this is our finale, episode 70 of our 90s rom-com bracket. Uh, and what a journey it's been.
1: It's been a journey.
0: I fell in love, at least twice. My heart was broken. At least twice, and actually twice, it was broken twice. Um,
1: <laughs> oh no!
0: But yeah, thanks for listening. Um, if you like, I have immediately forgotten everything that Matt says. Um, I don't yeah. know. If you like our podcast, make sure to rate and review. Follow us on uh, social media at Tough Cut Bod. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Did I say Bod at don't Tough Cut? Bod. Don't follow that. I think podcast. that is that is a different podcast. <laughs> that is a different. Thing. that don't feels like the them. people
1: who uh who invented facebook you know that's what I mean? a that workout feels like... that's like a workout group tough cut bod
0: for sure A workout, <laughs> yeah. uh instagram um tough cut pod twitter instagram we have a letterbox that we don't update very often but hey maybe we've updated it at some point yeah rate and review if you like it i don't know share it with someone matt says that
1: usually i kind of i kind of love that um even with Matt gone, I still have avoided doing any of this and just let the other person <laughs> just ramble on well, and look lost. And, and it's fun because like I, we can see each other. We're on video. Like, yeah, so yeah. I'm looking directly at his eyes, and he's looking at me like, please, God, help as he's talking. And I'm well, just sitting here smiling.
0: Jake, you do have one job, and you can and yeah. should do that.
1: Yeah, well, my one job is spoiler warning, guys. What? We're, we're going to be spoiling these movies, probably some of the honorable mentions. And... Yeah these honorable mentions I think I know why Matt actually I don't think he's on vacation is my fan theory Oh you think he's dipping I think I think he dipped out on honorable mentions because he saw the audiences and he's like these these guys these guys are dumb these guys are big dummies Wow,
0: you think Matt was so embarrassed by our audience that he yeah. he chose to skip out on our finale He recording?
1: faked a whole, not even faked, he last minute planned a vacation where he had to spend <laughs> actual money. Because he's like, I need to get out of here. What? He did. And, you know, that's just like a, a testament to uh, uh, you guys who, look, I get it. <laughs> we, we put our matchup posts up a little late. And if if you're one of our viewers who just watches our social media posts and doesn't listen, we still love you. That's so, so great. That's it's still true. some kind of engagement, right? We do love you.
0: But that also means that you're not listening to this episode, so we won't be shaming you to your face. Right,
1: yeah. yeah. For those who are listening and submitted the exact same movies <laughs> that we have already <laughs> talked about, man, oh, man, you guys... Um,
0: What a powerful energy. What if, okay, honestly, pretty powerful for an audience member to listen to the podcast and then be like, Mm -hmm. they should talk more about that movie. (laughs) That's pretty fun. That's a good energy. I get, I get it if like, hey, this was a movie we talked about in the first round. We didn't talk about very much. It didn't move on. And you're like, hey, that's a good movie. I doubt that that's what they, (laughs) no, no, no. But like, they just forgot about it because we didn't talk about it very much. But like, yeah. okay, we'll just get into it. Someone sent in the wedding singer, yeah, which is a movie that moved to the second round. We talked about mm-hmm. it a lot, but hey, you know what? Thanks for being engaged. We appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was it was that you know, my look, I, I, I'm fine with doxing it. My brother, literally, <laughs> <laughs> my brother did an honorable mention, and he put there's something about Mary, and that's just rude. You know, based on how, what our feelings are about that movie.
0: I wonder if he did that on purpose. I bet he listened to it and
1: thought it'd be funny to say. No, I have a sneaking suspicion. <laughs> he th- he, th- he thinks he remembers that he likes it. I, I have, like like we did, you know? Mm-hmm. like But if you watch it now, he'd be like, oh, there really was something about Mary. And I think <laughs> that's, I think that's real. I think. That's very real. Uh, the other one that we
0: got was 10 Things I Hate About You, which, you know, fair. It's pretty good. Um, if I didn't listen to the podcast and saw there was a 90s rom-com bracket, I'd be like, yeah, 100% yeah. 10 Things I Hate About You.
1: Yeah, come on. It was, it was 10 Things. Maybe they were just – maybe it wasn't even honorable mention. Maybe they saw a comment and they were trying to review us and they ran out of space and that was the first line. You know, Could be. Could be. Um. So, Jake, I thought it would be a fun
0: game because – I guess we didn't give our own honorable mentions, but in terms of audience honorable mentions, Mm -hmm. I, we all know, usually these honorable mentions go one way and Mm. it's that Matt and Jake go back and forth being like, Oh yeah, this is a good movie. Oh yeah, this is a good movie. And I stay pretty quiet because I haven't (laughs) seen most of them. So I thought a fun game would be Jake, you go through the list of audience honorable mentions and Mm -hmm. you give me some summaries. um, And, Maybe actually, you give me a summary of a movie, and I have to guess you which guess, you audience. Guess which one will mention it was. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. And warning, actually, so I was looking through them. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna think based on some titles that some of these summaries are that title, but they're not. Okay. So get ready, get ready. You have you have the list in front of you. I, I have the list in front of me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 So. This 1995 <laughs> film, directed by John Turteltaub. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I know Turteltaub. I know that. That's name. from Bojack Horseman. Oh, he was the yep. producer. Turteltaub. I know the name. Yep. Yeah, okay. but this this one starring Sandra Bullock is about a transit worker, Lucy, and she pulls her longtime crush, Peter, from the path of a train. And at the hospital, doctors report he's in a coma. <laughs> And uh, while in this coma, they think that basically the the family comes because she saved him or whatever. And they think that she is his fiance because she accidentally said some stupid shit. So she's staying in this hospital. They've never really they've never even started dating. They're just crushes. So what do you think? That's the premise. That's literally dudes in a coma. Save train. So I,
0: I have an unfair advantage on this one. This is a Ooh. movie that I researched because my mom was like, hey, this one's pretty good. Um, ah. So I actually know that this is while you were sleeping.
1: Ooh, correct answer was 27 Dresses with Catherine <laughs> Heigl. Ooh. <laughs> no, yeah, that's it's exactly right. You know, but your summary made me kind of think it It sounds similar to The Big Sick. It's, it's literally, it's kind of, which is weird because The Big Sick's literally based on a true story. Yeah, The this Big Sick isn't. is a true story. So that's just, you know, life imitates art. It also kind of reminded me of uh, If I Stay. Isn't, isn't that one with Chloe Grace Moritz? I don't know that one. Oh. <laughs> Basically, a girl gets in a coma, has to decide, should I live? Oh, and, cool. Very fun. Yeah.
0: So yeah. kind of like the ending of um, Pixel Perfect.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. robot uh, in a coma. Yeah, pretty much. Is she <laughs> a person or not? Yeah. <laughs> that is, that is uh, pretty much true. Throw another my way. Yeah, this this nineteen ninety nine film. Hugh Grant's in this one. Okay. Okay, if that if that helps at all, that could be a trick though. Good old Billy Thacker. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, That one really got me. Billy Willie Thacker. Uh, he owns a bookstore. Okay. Um, and this American, who's an actress, uh, both in in real life and in the movie uh appears in the shop <laughs> and, she just uh, wait
0: does she like walk into the shop or does she magically <laughs> appear in the shop
1: who's to say okay uh, cool. but basically they accidentally kiss when someone spills orange juice on the other what movie is it okay I um, people love this movie they're gonna hate my description that I just
0: did <laughs> okay so I'm between I'm between a
1: couple okay. Give me your your thought process. You said it's Hugh Grant. Mm. He plays Billy Thacker. Billy Thacker, which,
0: that's tough. I feel like, okay, Hugh Grant makes me think that, and the fact that you specified an American actress walks into the bookshop, makes me think that this movie takes place in London Mm. or in in the UK, which makes me think it's not Happy Texas. Mm. You think Happy Texas takes place in Texas? That's what I would guess. Mm. I am going to guess that this is... Notting Hill.
1: Yeah, you got it. You got it. It's Notting yes. Hill. People, people love Notting Hill. I honestly forgot about Notting Hill, but people really, really like it. It's Hugh Grant. It's Julia Roberts. Like ah. Emma Chambers is in it. It's it's a pretty good one. Nice. Um, and people, people, people really like it. It's a good
0: it one. So it's a good honorable mention. It's one that yes. we could have put in this bracket.
1: Uh, yes, one hundred percent. Actually, cool, cool, cool. One hundred and ten percent. Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant. I mean, like that's kind of an obvious. one. What's not to like? Uh, yeah. Thirty-two-year-old Sonny, nineteen ninety-nine <laughs> film directed by Dennis Dugan. Uh thirty-two-year-old Sonny uh doesn't like to be responsible. But his girlfriend dumped him for an older man, and he's gotta find he's gotta prove that he's ready to grow up. Okay. There aren't that
0: many movies on this list. Mm-hmm. Your girlfriend dumps him for an older man. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm pretty sure this is not Edward Scissorhands. <laughs>
1: Imagine, imagine if that was the premise of Edward Scissorhands. Like they just avoid the whole Scissorhand part of it.
0: I think I know what Edward Scissorhands is, and I don't think it's this. I guess this could be Happy Texas. It could also be American Pie. Mm. I'm gonna go with. Let's see, uh, because American Pie is like a—is it high school or college? I think this could be. No, I'm gonna say Happy Texas. Is this Happy Texas?
1: Eh, this nah. is actually a Big Daddy. Someone pitched the movie, <laughs> <laughs> the Adam Sandler movie, Big Daddy. Uh, and, you know, it ha- this cast is we- I didn't know Cole Sprouse and Dylan Sprouse were in this movie. Wow. Or, do they play the kid? Jake, why are you asking me? <laughs> <laughs> you, did, you haven't even seen Big Daddy? Yeah. No. no. Someone literally, it was very funny. This audience member literally pitched Big Daddy. And then... A couple, like, it wasn't even right away, it was like an hour or so later, submitted again, just to say, oh shit, wait, Big Daddy isn't a rom-com, uh, my bad, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> see myself out. And it was so funny, because to me, it felt like they were in the middle of watching Big Daddy, <laughs> saw our post, submitted, like, oh yeah, Big Daddy, th- this, is, this is a good one, and then finished Big Daddy, it was like, <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, maybe not. Is it a, is honestly, it a tragic ending?
1: No, it's, it's, it's Big Daddy, it's Adam Sandler, it's Big Daddy.
0: Okay. Is it not romantic
1: yeah. then? No, like, it's a comedy. It's just a comedy. It's just it's just a comedy. It's not yeah. it's not a rom-com. Okay. Yeah, it, it's just it's just a com- I guess like there is a you know, I mean, this is just proof that this job is kind of hard sometimes picking movies. <laughs> and uh, no one should give a shit. But honestly, I haven't no, I have had audience members reach out to me and say our picks have been trash before. I take that back. I was, I was going to say, like, we're our own worst enemy with that and we bully each other. But um, no, audience members have called me a big stinky doo doo. <laughs> so, well, uh, that's fair. That's, Man, that's fair. But this, hard, this audience member, tis, maybe tis, they're the
0: big stinky doo doo. That's
1: true. Um, All right. Give me one more. One more. You got one more. And honestly, this one amazes me that you haven't seen it. Are you ready? Kind of scared. Another 1999 film. Okay. Actually, a lot of these are 1999, which is like super interesting to me. This is kind of a coming of age story. And it's about losing your virginity, directed by Paul Waltz. <laughs> We're whites. Which movie do you think it
0: is? Wow, that's all you're giving me. Yeah. I guess the director means it can't be multiple, because I'm sure multiple of these movies are about losing your virginity. Edward yeah, Scissorhands is, probably is.
1: It's it's an allegory for sex, yeah. Edward Scissorhands, for sure. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, coming of age, mm-hmm. virginity. Well, okay. I know enough about American Pie to be like, oh yeah, he gets his dick licked up by the dog in the peanut butter. What? Isn't that American Pie? <laughs> is that not American Pie? <laughs>
1: I swear to No, amazing. Um, Keep going. I love this thought process. Keep <laughs> oh it rocking. God. Keep it um, rocking.
0: I think it's gonna be I think it's gotta be American Pie, isn't it?
1: Are you sure? It's, it's a pretty final... happy Texas, are you sure? <laughs> uh I'm gonna stick with my answer. Yeah, it's American Pie. Nice. That was like that was a funny one to pick because it's a it's literally one of those raunchy like series where it's just like very teen, you know, young college humor. It's like Jason Biggs. It's like, you know, uh, Natasha Lyonne. That's like how Sean William Scott, Tara Reed, like those people. Eugene Levy's in it. And he sticks his dick in a pie. Oh, uh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. There, there might be actually, because there have been multiple of these at this point. There might be a scene where, where he gets his, his penis in peanut butter. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure okay. it's in, this, in the 1999 version. I don't know if it ages well but it's one of those that like <laughs> didn't really age when it was like there but like in a like kind of cool way it's like one movie that i really really wanted to pitch um but it was 2001 it was a 911 movie is not another teen movie and that one's the one with like chris evans all stuff where they literally are making fun of like all the rom-coms basically it's like a satire and uh yeah, it's a really good time, and that's what, what American Pie reminds me of. Because it it, feel, it doesn't take itself seriously, like, at all, but it's, like, mm. a good time, you know? Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, so I like it a lot. Um, some other ones that audience members uh, did, uh, yeah, we talked about, like, Edward Scissorhands, that's, I think that's a mess up on our end. That's a really, really good one. Um, is, it a,
0: is it a comedy? Like, I guess so. I feel like it's just kind of...
1: It's a Tim Burton, know. you know? It's, like, a fantasy comedy... Rom-com sort of video. I just want to talk about Renona Ryder, you know what I mean? True. I saw. Hey, speaking, of, speaking
0: of Renona, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Did you see the, the yeah. finale?
1: Yeah, oh, I spent the man. four hours. It's so good. It's so good. It's really good. It's really, really good. It sucks when Nota Ryder died. Boom! Spoilers! Like I oh, told you we'd be shit. spoiling these, oh, these things. And that's one, that's a serious one. So if you don't take us seriously, that's that's just proof. Now you know. Hey, now maybe you, know. you
0: shouldn't listen to the Tough Pod. No, no,
1: no, no, no. <laughs> uh, uh, actually, th- this episode is the Tough cut Pod, so hate those guys. <laughs> Happy Texas is is another one. That one has... um. William H Macy in it, and Steve Zahn, which are ah. which are two. I like those two. Um, I don't really know much about this movie, though, actually. Um, but I'm pretty sure they're like prison escapees. That's fine. And yeah, they're prison escapees, and then they get mistaken for a gay couple who were scheduled to help plan the town's child beauty pageant. So because they're trying to hide from the cops, they <laughs> they stick with it. They stick with it. And then do they fall in love, or do they fall in love with other people? I don't know, actually. Hmm. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know. I okay. don't actually don't think I've seen this movie. Wow. Yeah. So shout out, to, shout out to that person.
0: I realized we skipped over our own honorable mentions. Do you have any that you wanted to throw out there? Oh, God. <laughs> not that I can think of right now. <laughs> I have a cup. So my issue is, all the movies besides... You've got mail that I wanted to pitch were all not in the 90s. So, someone in our mm-hmm. audience said, When Harry Met Sally, that was in '89. Um, yeah, I really wanted that was to do one I looked up. Yeah, I really wanted to do My Big Fat Greek Wedding, that was 2000s. Mm. I really wanted to do Bridget Jones Diary, that was 2000s. Like, so many that was of the 2000s? movies, wow, yeah, I think it was 2000 or 2001. Um, so, really, just kind of like bad, bad choice, maybe on our end, doing 90s and not. I think we just or, uh, associated '90s with like,
1: yeah. Uh, like, I thought 90s.
0: I thought that there'd be more that I loved in the '90s. I think and the really '2000s
1: had a lot of like a yeah. lot of good ones.
0: So I think maybe if we do if we do rom coms again, we we do '2000s next time. That might be fun.
1: Yeah, we should just look up what ones we really really want to talk about. Well, I already them. know I have at least two <laughs> in the '2000s. At least two. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fair. What would what, what do you think? What do you think Matthew would have said? What do you think his honorable mention would have been? Ooh, I don't know.
0: Let me see. Let's Google 90s rom-coms and see what comes up.
1: Because I think I know.
0: Oh, you do? I think I know. Maybe Joe vs. the Volcano? Oh, uh, Sleep us in Seattle, maybe. But um, Mm. we we were already talking about You've Got Mail. So I think
1: it would be a 1998 movie starring Matthew Broderick. Oh, love
0: Matthew Broderick.
1: Yeah. Classic rom-com guy. Um, it has a 16% of round tomatoes. Uh, and, uh, during a nuclear test, the French government inadvertently mutates a lizard nest and years later, a giant lizard makes its way to New York city. That's right. I'm talking about the 1998 version of Godzilla. (laughs) That is the rom-com that I believe and starring Matthew Broderick hilariously. That is what I believe Matthew would pick. That's so funny. Yeah. You know, I, buy I have a, I have a sneaking suspicion, also, Alex. Uh huh. As you notice, at least as far as I know, did did we check our email? Did we get a oh. Optimus Prime rib? We did actually. I did get a notification for Optimus Prime rib. Let me find it. Oh shit! I was gonna say that's kind of that's kind of suspicious if we didn't get one and Matthew's not here. <laughs> That's kind of suspicious, man. Okay, it's
0: um a video <laughs> that I have to download. It's just That's a video terrifying. file, no text. <laughs> uh,
1: it's going yeah. if it, it if it shows the transformers making love, I think I think we gotta crowd a new winner. I'm sorry. This is
0: 35 seconds. Something's going on here. Um, I just forwarded you. I maybe I'll put the audio from this video into the recording. Yeah.
1: Um, mm-hmm. So we can,
0: like, do a live reaction
1: Oh, it's it's called 10 Things I Louve About You Yeah, <laughs> yeah From Optimus Prime Rib That's terrifying Oh god, I do have to download it Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just a video file That you have to download Okay, I'm ready when you
0: are Alright, I'm gonna do a countdown
1: and- Alright, uh, the but bottom right corner Says Miss Mojo, is this a watchmojo? <laughs> <mocha>? Yeah <laughs> Why is this here? Why is it the same as Mojo?
0: Okay, okay, okay. Three, two, one. (laughs) One, go. go. For this list, we're looking at those amazingly <laughs> romantic and comedic movie moments from the last decade of the 20th century. The ones so good that so we have best, to watch them over and over again. Video, uh, and because many of these moments take place the at the end of the movies, we have to preface this spoiler with a alert. big spoiler alert. <laughs> Which 90s rom-com moments do you find yourself watching <laughs> I over I and over again? I swear to God, if he just comments. put <laughs> 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 Number 10. transformers clip into long this list. <laughs>
2: We dated for
1: a little while I was a sophomore and he was a senior. It's fine. No, it's not fine. We've got right. a three years <laughs> to you and know, an foundational relationship. Statute 270.
0: 2705- oh, my God. The Romeo and Juliet clause. He got <laughs> us with the Romeo and Juliet
1: clause. Whoever you are. <laughs> <laughs> we literally put a watch Mojo clip from Miss Mojo, top 90s moments, and literally her voice is like, these are the top 90s or whatever. And it was doing, it literally had scenes from like, Notting Hill, from like Ten Things I Hate About You, and all that stuff in it, and then all of a sudden it's like, and here we go, and they cut to Transformers, where the dude talks about the Romeo and Juliet law in Texas. Maybe that's
0: Happy Texas,
1: actually. I don't know.
0: Maybe that was a scene from Happy Texas. Wow.
1: Optimus Prime, rib.
0: You've done it again. Uh, I will find you and destroy you. Can we email them back and
1: uh, just ask if we can post (laughs) (laughs) it? Just no context on the tough cut. Yeah, yeah. It'd be a great video wow. for our
0: for Instagram.
1: Yeah, for our, for our viewers at home. Wow. Wow. Yeah, maybe Matthew Maybe Matthew is lucky that he didn't see this. Well, okay.
0: What if Matt made this video and it took him more time uh-huh. and, I don't know, maybe it, like, drained his power or something? Maybe it's, like, the Ark so of the Covenant.
1: Do you or like think? like, the ring or something. Do you think that Matthew, do you think he, like, hates you that much that he would bring up the <laughs> film series that gave you literal hives? <laughs> do you think, do we think that that's a reality that we maybe, can live in?
0: Maybe he's just really mad that, mm-hmm. he's still mad that Shrek 2 beat The Godfather Part 2. That's, so he's honestly, doing I believe this.
1: that 100%. I still, like, I would believe that. Wow. There's a lot to think about. Spiteful. Spiteful spiteful well you guys audience uh you're about to be transitioned into our finale the past, here.
2: The yeah. past
1: or as we like to call it the future for you um <laughs> that's how we pitched it i'm sure because i remember exactly how we started the other one uh i'm sure it's going to be a very smooth transition there's nothing yeah. going to be wonky about it like our sentences are going to all make sense and it's all gonna i bet go. it's gonna
0: Wow, what great honorable mentions. We're not I recording this at a separate time.
2: Cannot believe that the audience mentioned that movie. Like, whoa. I don't know. It, it makes me question their taste. In uh, that whole bit <laughs> about the cow.
1: Yeah. The cow bit was pretty insane, especially because, like, I, I just looked up that movie. I We all thought it was in the 90s. It was during 9-11.
2: Yeah, I guess we're going to oh, have wow. to cut that movie out. So, audience, if you don't hear the cow bit. Um, yeah it was it was cut for 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 posterity.
0: Or we're going to have to improv and put a cow somewhere in one of these movies. <laughs> hey, I
2: think we can figure that out. If we remember <laughs> rom-com with a
0: cow. Oh, uh, Power Rangers.
2: Oh, um, Okay. What's that one Barnyard? Jerks off a cow. Barnyard. Oh, oh my god. Someone lo- I looked up rom-com with a cow. Someone like you is the first thing that comes up. Released in 2001. Holy
1: fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs>
0: Holy
2: shit. What day did this Maybe come out? Maybe we subconsciously oh, wow. knew that. Uh, it came out March 30th. So. Close enough. Yeah. American romantic comedy <laughs> based on Laura Zygmunt's novel Animal Husbandry. Uh, that is That's insane. amazing. That is insane. That's so funny. Okay, well, we got our <laughs> got our movie. <laughs> That's really uh, funny. Well, uh, anyway. Yeah, great honorable mentions. Thank you guys so much. Uh, for future brackets, you can send them to us at Tough Cut Pod um, on all your favorite social medias. Yeah, with that, we've got a final matchup to jump into here on one side of the bracket, squeaking by 10 things I hate about you and in a maybe an upset triumphing over parent trap. Well, an upset to some of us. Um, we've got Pretty Woman. And the other side of the bracket, uh, going toe to toe with a rom-com classic and you've got mail and then beating out an, an Adam Sandler classic and the wedding singer. We've got DDLJ.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you were a, a, a listener in all the way through in our, uh, semifinals, uh, you would, you would note that, um, I messed up, and I forgot to give a spoiler warning. So even though I already did it in the beginning of this episode when I talked about honorable <laughs> mentions, make sure I'm going to double down and make sure we will be spoiling these movies and probably some others. So uh, if you want to, if you really are on the edge of your seat about uh, Pretty Women and uh, uh, DDLJ and that uh, Cal 911 movie, um, if
2: if you're yeah. on the edge of your seat, not knowing if the leads will end up together at the end of these movies. We're gonna spoil if they do or not. It's true. So with
1: that, mm-hmm.
2: I guess Jake, do you want to bring us full circle and, and give the the brief introduction to DDLJ? Yeah, DDLJ,
1: 1995, uh, directed by Chapra. Uh, Chopra. Uh, you know, it's about Raj. He's a, he's a dude, and it's about Simran. Dude, she a dude. She, she a dude. And He's uh, a dude, she's a dude. We're all dudes. We're all dudes. Uh, Simran has a, a strict family, strict I- Indian value family, and, and then uh, they could get a job at a burger restaurant. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Wait, that's Good Burger. Wrong movie. Wrong movie.
1: <laughs> if you, uh, yeah, if you shift around the letters of Good Burger, it's DDLJ. Um, fun fact: not a lot of people know that. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, Simran's gonna marry someone who's like a childhood, you know, fiance. They like, betrayal, and Raj is like, no, no, no. I'm gonna go get her, even even though family values say no, no, no. And then, nice. thus begins the saga. <laughs> saga. Every <laughs>
2: time you gotta hit it. Um, and then we've got Pretty Woman, released in 1990, directed by Gary Marshall. Um, <laughs> Gary, got-
1: Gary, Gary, Gary. Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa! Calm down the, the the crowd. Yep, that's right. This episode was filmed in front of a live studio audience.
1: Um, they're gonna be. <laughs>
2: I imagine they're going to be pretty quiet through most of it because it's just really riveting. (laughs) We're not.
1: We're not.
0: We're going to be so loud. (laughs) Maybe I'll just record an extra 40 minutes of content of me just going,
1: whoa, (laughs) (laughs) and
0: just put it over the
2: top. We've got Edward and Vivian. Edward is a high powered corporate raider. He wheels and deals and mergers and acquisitions. Um, And Vivian is a sex worker with a heart of gold. And uh, after Edward hires her, um, they slowly fall in love. Yeah.
1: and Do you want to fall in love? Pretty woman.
0: Yeah. Have you guys ever fallen in love? Yeah.
1: I think so. Maybe. Wow. One time I looked at Matt after running in the rain and uh, (laughs) there was there was there were strong feelings there. There There's chemistry.
2: Yeah. You were so wet, but you still fed sparks. Yeah. It was. It was very dangerous. Almost (laughs) got electrocuted. Yeah. No, literally. Also. Dangerous for our love lives.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we were both in a relationship at the time, actually. <laughs> uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah, ro- ro- rock on, rock on, and yeah. that's why the kiss was so forbidden. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, if, if, if you're, if you're lure, listening to this right now, uh, <laughs> yikes!
2: This how you find out. Uh, with that said, jumping into these movies, <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, I want to talk more about your forbidden love. Whoa, 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 <laughs> forbidden <whoa>. love. <laughs> I had a something I wanted to talk about, and then my brain blasted it away. Oh, that's my bad. No, you're 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 totally good. <laughs> so, something in DDLJ that we have not yet touched on that I feel like has to be touched on. Touch it. The end. Thank you. <laughs> the The ending. <laughs> Just before it. So you got you got Raj and. Um, You have Simran's fiance, Mm -hmm. who the the farce has been revealed that Raj and uh, Simran are in love. And this man's like, that's my wife to be. I'm going to beat the hell out of you with my boys. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And then after uh, then Raj's dad shows up and then the guys beat up Raj's dad. And then Raj goes like Super Saiyan and just fucks them all up. Yeah, Um, pretty cool. It's a (laughs) it is it's a it's a good, good moment. Big fan. And I just want to know, what did you guys think as you
1: watched that? I'm the sucker for a good Bollywood fight scene. They're they're just... They hit different. It hit different. Like, they're so... the choreography is so sharp. The camera, like, barely cuts. (laughs) Like, it's just, like, (laughs) these are just men doing weird shit and insane (laughs) shit to each other. Uh, I love it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, the closest thing we got to any, like, I think, Americanized version of that was when Jackie Chan was doing films for us and we got some kind of the fun, mm. the fun shit we got with his shit,
2: likening Kung Fu movies to yeah. Bollywood action. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it is, it is in a lot of ways, the world of Bollywood films I'm like historically most familiar with um, are Bollywood or broader Indian action movies. Cause you know, not every Indian movie is a Bollywood movie and they are just so much fun. So to get a brief glimpse of some of that in um, DDLJ is just such a delight for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love because it is like a huge running theme in a lot of these movies that like the main character is just like a guy. It's like, hey, this is, you know, (laughs) yeah, Um, whatever. He's a he's a software engineer and he just has, like, superhuman strength and just fights through, like, a hundred dudes. Um, and I feel a, a glimpse of that with Raj here as he takes down, like, ten guys by himself when all he's been is just, like, a
1: rich kid. He's just been a rich kid. And, <laughs> like, it gives that energy of, you know, those, like... What's that trope of, like, the rich kid? He's, like, super protective, but he's like, yeah, I, I took a bunch of Jitsu classes and, like, you know, private lessons. <laughs> and, then, and then he does, like, whip some ass yeah mm-hmm. love that yeah it's it's like that
2: um especially because um Kulshid is like a big guy he's like yeah he's very tall but and he, not he, he's but not bigger of, than love yeah exactly he's like a brawny fellow and um sharu khan is you know not a brawny fellow
0: and they go toe to toe it's man. just a, a fun scene <laughs> I think it's so fun, too, because that leads right into the end. And Sharu Khan, like, looking all bloody and yeah. stuff at the end is, like, so powerful. No, the, the mm-hmm. bloody
1: train sequence is one of the, like, the best. Like, it's it's really good.
0: The bloody train sequence. bloody fucking trains.
2: Oh, my God. Is that a gaggle of British schoolboys? <laughs> They're in Oy. the audience. Sorry, guys.
1: <laughs> Oi, we edged up a bit because we don't have the little boy voices. It might have been used before. But, uh, yeah, now we're men. 15 I reckon thanks
0: you're going to like the they're mega 15 chippy. men or 15 year old men <laughs> <Oy>.
2: <laughs> both <Oy. laughs> 15 15 year old men we
1: got a gaggle
2: so um not to harp only on DDLJ but another point that I feel like we only briefly very briefly touched on do you think there's a world where um Raj's father. Bones down? Yes. Yeah, it gets that gets the, um, it's that Simran's mother's bones best friend down. From Can
1: we talk India, about that phrasing real
0: quick. <laughs> <laughs> He
1: bones down.
0: I thought it was Simran's aunt. Is it? I thought it was. It might be the aunt. It, it, prob- it probably,
2: well, uh, regardless, they, they had that brief spark of chemistry, and you know, I wanted to see where that was gonna go. Because uh, she dreams of marrying someone foreign, and up comes this you know british british indian diaspora who's worth millions
1: in a movie all about love everyone has chemistry that's how you make a good move good rom-com everyone you could ship anyone and they all they all be fucking you know it could be fucking (laughs) that's the power you can't you don't get that in things like you know the parent trap you can't you know (laughs)
2: Yeah, I, ideally no. <laughs> yeah. Not everyone is fucking in the parent trap. The <laughs> <Yeah>. parent tra- <laughs> parent trap's not in this matchup, though. Yeah, but d- uh, we- DDLJ,
1: you can do that.
2: Yeah, everyone is of age in DDLJ. Yeah. Pretty
0: woman? Well, no. Simran has a younger sister. Oh, that's uh, true. Yeah, ate. and uh, she ain't fucking. So
2: she ain't. There's also she, um. She ain't. Yeah. She- <laughs> There's like the really weird comment when they first get to India that Kuljit makes about uh in regard to Simran's sister of like oh she's this fiery I can only imagine the sister.
0: Yeah. Um, like,
1: yeah. Yeah, God. they do a
0: good job of establishing Kuljit as uh an asshole. <laughs> an asshole. Not yeah. not a
1: good not a good
0: one.
2: <laughs> not a good dude. Yeah. And then on the on the other hand just to, to loop us back pretty woman. I don't think there're any children pretty woman. It's Everyone true. could be boning there. Everyone could be boning. I think. That's true, especially those tourists from Tampa.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe we should.
0: <laughs> They're all fired up after seeing a dead body. <laughs> a dead
1: body. Maybe we should uh, take that in consideration. You know, when we vote, can everybody? Maybe we should, maybe we should... be fucking. Can everyone bone, bone down? Bone down. Yeah, most it?
2: people can. Most people can. Um. Yeah. So, in terms of like actual topics of conversation, you know, we've we've talked quite a bit. You know, Alex, I know you're you're a, a staunch. You like Pretty Woman, but don't don't think it's the best rom com ever made.
0: Yeah, I think it's fine. You know, like I'm also being nitpicky because you know this is a bracket. We have to pick one movie as better than the other. This is you true. Know? This is true. Yeah, you
2: you can't have you know as much as I I think we picked good movies for the most part in this bracket. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: maybe not all good rom coms. Whoa,
0: whoa, be, you know, whoa, decent whoa, movies.
1: Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know. I don't. Oh, thanks. I guess never mind then. (laughs) What were you going to say? I think Pretty Woman has a lot of fun. Both of these movies deal with, I guess, pretty complex theming Uh and themes of love. Like Mm -hmm. we brought up last time how DDLJ talks about like how Raj is a non-resident Indian and, and stuff like that and how... Uh, how pretty woman, you know, in our first episode, we talked about like the complex nature of, you know, dealing with sex workers and how it really does a lot. Sex workers, emotional cheating, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How fun is that shopping scene though? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's very fun. It's
2: the iconic moment of pretty woman, I think in a lot of ways. I think so too. You know, I I, it's a it's an absolute highlight. I talked about it a little bit when we first talked about Pretty Woman, just the concept of going, I'm going to be spending an obscene, a truly disgusting
0: (laughs) amount of money today uh, resonates with me. Yeah, I think it, it does so much. And I guess thinking about the theming, that specific scene highlights to me what I think the greater conflict in their relationship is and what the movie, I think, tries to get it at the end. Of, like, how she fits into this world. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that scene does a good job. If I try to connect that to the end of being like, oh, well, he is going to defend her. He is going to make a place for her. He's going to make it feel like everyone else is out of place rather than her, Mm -hmm. which I I guess I do see and I appreciate that. What do you guys think? Yeah. So I, I think it is kind of one of the central
2: narrative or central thematic beats. Um, of the film highlighted by by that whole sequence, because it's like, hey, you know, people in high society are going to judge me because of how I act, how I look, how I dress. And he is essentially making a statement of it doesn't matter to him. And I guess there, there is the somewhat odd element that I hadn't thought about it this way. But it's almost like he pull, pulls the through line all the way through of like money talks. Like if we dress you up to fit in, suddenly you fit in more, which I don't know if I love that because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is essentially what happens. Oh, also, did we talk about the fact that, um, the outfit that she is wearing, imagining that in like modern day LA, just like <laughs> rolling around the, the high streets of modern LA. Um, I remember
0: what her clothes actually end up looking like. Yeah. I don't remember.
2: Like that. the, the original clothes that she's wearing. It's like a, um, like when she's on the street or when she's dressed up? Before she gets dressed up, when she's just like first goes into the stores, etc. She's just, you yeah. know, she's just wearing like a skirt, long boots, whatever. Like, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, shows some midriff and has straps, a tank top. Tank top. Yeah, um, like, a, like a crop. Yeah, tank, yeah, yeah. Like, like a, a, a crop top. Crop. Crop t- yeah. Is like a would be would not be out of place. It's like a fairly fashionable outfit that, you know. It's, it, it is the no longer like all hoity-toity, so to speak. You know, designer fashions have changed, which I mm-hmm. just think is a really funny observation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard because I'm trying to bring back something that we were talking about in like kind of the first episode with Pretty Women where I do think it's a good movie and I do think it tackles like its its subject matter decently well, but I still don't think it's perfect. Sure. And I think that's, that's where that's where I'm kind of trying to think of how they could have done this subject matter better. Mine is just like language, you know, I don't think, I don't think they use the term sex worker. I'm pretty sure in almost all the thing they're like, she's a hooker. And she,
2: yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. basically exclusively what they call her. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: which isn't great. And uh, I just, I just would have really loved to see this kind of movie like done now would have been kind of mm-hmm. dope. Like, I think it would have been a really good and like, now, if you do it, they'll just be like, oh, it's a, like a spiritual remake of like Pretty Woman. And like that kind of sucks because you'll always have like Pretty Woman like looming. But I think you could it could be done and It's possible. But I really would have loved if like that concept wasn't tackled and then made into modern day right now. I think it would have been really, really strong. Sure. Mm-hmm. When we have the,
2: the tools and the language to navigate it a little bit better. Yeah. It, we talked about it the first time also this idea that the script was originally written as more of a drama. And yeah. I wonder part of me has the inclination that the way they tackle the subject matter of being a sex worker may be worse for some reason, but I have, I have no proof of that fact. It's just like, I get some sense that a darker version of this story probably is not very kind Yeah, um, to uh-huh. how Vivian is portrayed or other Mm -hmm. sex workers in the movie are portrayed
1: yeah but i don't know Um, necessarily about playing some stuff for comedy that they did you know yeah which like they're trying to like save themselves i think like i think it's one of those things like oh we're poking fun but i don't necessarily think it's like at like who
2: is the joke directed at At whose expense is the joke is this something that we are lampooning and like asking society to question by making fun of or are we laughing at them along with everyone else right
0: I feel like this movie, though, doesn't do too much of pushing sex workers down as, like, the butt of a joke. I feel like right. if it does that, it's very infrequent. It's very rare because mm-hmm. so much of the movie is dedicated to raising Vivian up mm-hmm. and, like, making her a real person. So I feel like it, it really doesn't do that too often. I feel like what it does is make the, like, friend be, like really bad about money and like have a shitty boyfriend and like it does fall into those traps but i don't know that it makes them the butt of too many jokes
1: yeah no it it, and it it doesn't like as much but still i don't know there's there's just something that i just wish i wish they had the language of it and it's not so knocking because i I, it could have been much worse this movie could have been real bad like again like i I mentioned (laughs) this in the first episode but like when you read the premise you're like and then you see the year bad feelings sure. bad feelings you bad know. vibes come about yeah for sure
2: stucky's ca- character could have pervaded more of the <laughs> the movie's primary discourse mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah by comparison thinking about the comedy in DDLJ i think it's by and large aged pretty well like yeah. I don't, you know there's there's nothing really that sticks out to me as being like like this joke scene which is actually a really interesting point that um Outside of jokes that are maybe like culturally or nationally specific of like, this is like an in joke for this time period. I feel like a lot of the comedy is not like time period specific,
0: um, which is a really interesting point. I'll say I don't think it's a very funny movie. Like it definitely has jokes and makes jokes, but I don't think the jokes that it makes are that funny. They're not like offensive Mm -hmm. in any way. I just don't personally think it's very funny. Uh, You think it's like, do you
1: think it's just like a fun movie, not a funny movie?
0: Yeah. Okay, that's hmm. kind of. I think I'm that's
1: a about. fair argument for DDLJ though, and I think it's really
0: good. Like, I I don't think I don't hold it against it in any way because I think it it doesn't feel like it's trying to make jokes and they fall flat. It just feels like it's trying to be fun. Yeah, there's just general levity to it. It's not like
2: setup punchline. That's an interesting point. I don't know if I would thought about that, but I feel like I agree for the most part. Yeah. Though I do think there, yeah, I don't know.
0: I think that there, there are some moments. There are definitely some fun, funny moments. Like especially when he's like in the house and, uh, or he's in India at the end of the wedding and he's like winning over the family by like doing all the work at the house, doing everything. I think that's pretty funny. Yeah, and I think
2: there's a handful of scenes specifically with Raj and his dad that mm -hmm. I don't know are pretty funny. No, they're they're pretty funny. Yeah, I also really, really like their relationship. There is the point where they're having like the 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 really direct heart to heart. He's talking to the premise of he's he's talking about like he struggled so his son could have a better life. But also like we are not people that look up and see the moon and think wistfully of why it has to be so so far away. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. we go we go after it and grab it, which, I you know, I I, I really appreciate the relationship he has with his dad.
1: Um, We love good dads. We do. We, we honestly love. do. We have good dads. Maybe we all have daddy issues anyway. uh, But I don't know. <laughs> I have a good relationship with my father. Okay, let's not brag. Mm-hmm. Let's not brag uh, on the tough me cut. Too. Let's not.
2: <laughs> uh, we're pretty woman. Uh, we're no dads and pretty woman. Well, at, he mentions his dad. Bad dad. Oh, that's true bad, bad dad. Dad, dad dead, didn't raise him good. So he bought dad, his dad. Right? I think <laughs> dead, dead, dead
1: dad. Do we like dead dads in the tough cut? Well,
2: he he's like, oh, the first you know company he ever acquired or whatever oh, wasn't was his it his dad's, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and then I took it apart, you know, whatever. He's like, fuck you, dad. Which I think is such an interesting point to how they're trying to construct re- Edward's character. Is he comes from money, but they they like put this emphasis into and try to create the fact that he is self made, which I think is really interesting.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't want yeah. people to hate
2: him. Yeah, it's like we, we want to <laughs> somehow give some points of credit to rich guy.
1: Mm-hmm. That's literally, yep. <laughs>
0: where I guess. Well, and that he's not like other shitty rich guys. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, like I might, you know, like, haven't spoke to my dad in years, whatever, had terrible relationships. So I built my own company and fucked him over because fuck you, dad. You know, I didn't take a handout, didn't work for him or whatever. Right. Which is interesting right. that. DDLJ also has a son of a rich dad.
1: People uh, in rom-coms, there's at least one rich person, I I feel like, you know?
0: Well, and I think that goes back to like medieval and like renaissance theater. There's always like the funny rich character. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Um, Raj and his dad, I think, are such a great pair. And they're done so well when they're first introduced of like, you come from a family of failures, but we fail up.
2: Yeah, like that's that's so good. We fail up is really good. It's it's amazing. He's like, yeah, Dad, I I I I I failed school. He's like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which is it's I feel like such a great subversion because they start the scene with Raj being like, well, Dad, I think you're misunderstanding. Like, I failed school, I failed out, and he's like, no, no, no. I think you're misunderstanding yeah. because your grandfather, you know, never finished elementary school. He right. dropped out of high school. He ne- didn't get into any universities. He like, we
1: would basically <laughs> be like, dude, we didn't expect you to get even this far. <laughs> like
2: it's, really it's just, funny. It's uh, yeah, it's very funny. And it's just like such an interesting little detail. Yeah, um, and, and it really I it feel like it colors their relationship in a nice way in the fact that his dad flies to India to be like, you know what my boy needs? He needs me to help <laughs> <laughs> and then accidentally com- <laughs> commits him yeah. to, to marrying Kuljit's uh, sister. Good moment.
1: So fun. So fun. Yeah, very fun. And there's w- of message. Love. Fuck it.
2: Good message. What's the message?
1: Uh, we, we, we failures. What up?
2: Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Did you guys know that pretty woman's cover that that is not that is just Julie Julia Roberts uh, face pasted on someone else? Yeah,
1: is it like really? Yeah, that's
2: so funny. Yeah, there's for some reason a ton of discourse about whose legs it is on the cover. And I'm like, why do you guys <laughs>
1: care so much? Whose legs are it? Well, that's that probably gets into something creepy that I don't want to actually unlock.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Good point.
1: People be weird. Uh. How are we how are we feeling about this? I think I think I mean, like I could vote. I could also I'm, you know, let's just talk for like two more hours, but we won't tell the audience if we did or not. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Man, what a
0: productive conversation. I feel like we really hashed a lot out there um
2: solved a lot of our own i
1: think we talked about a lot of stuff i don't know guys i think i think (laughs) i think you guys are always so harsh they're like wow we didn't talk about shit but i'm over here like yeah i I got the points down you know (laughs) i got the points (laughs) down
2: i said what i needed to say
1: i feel good um are you about to come in and
0: say an actual an actual conversation again uh uh,
2: mm, not really. Simran's oh, okay. little sister starts off the movie slinging some philosophy
1: at us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how you know it's going to be a fire film. I'm just going to pitch movies that have philosophy in it. Just so I know, <laughs> just so I know I have at least one more vote, you know? <laughs> well, that's all you need on the tough cut. There's only three of us. Yep. <laughs> well, I don't know. Sometimes um, I go against my own movies.
2: That's true. As, as we all do. That's true. Um, I, I guess we can, we can, I guess we can vote if, if you guys are ready, unless there's more things we want to, to... talk about. Well, yeah, it. we're pushing time.
1: We are pushing time. God, we've been recording for like two hours. <laughs>
2: well, you know, we really got caught up with, um, with someone like you, you know, the, the movie yeah, 2001, yeah, you know, the
1: 9-11 uh-huh. cow shit. Re- there's a lot of content
2: there. <laughs> I <laughs> regretfully, Alex, I'm sorry with how much work you're going to have to do.
0: You know, it's okay. I'll just cut out. Probably most of that conversation, <laughs> and then I'll, I'll just cut out a lot of the stuff about um, just a lot of know, the Pretty stuff, woman, yeah. and all, our deep dive into whose body it is and all that.
1: Oh, but come on, we, I think we really solved the mystery. I'll, I'll probably I'll leave a little bit in, but I'll cut a lot of it out. Probably. Okay. All right. That could be like a special episode for the fans, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is what the tough cut cuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: They're getting tough some cut, insight. Cut, um, cut. 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 I can. I can go first. Okay. I think that. You've got mail is the best '90s rom-com. Hey, but much like, <laughs> much like Matt in our sequel bracket, <laughs> if there is one, if there is a second movie, I think it is DDLJ. So I will be voting DDLJ. Amazing.
1: are in through, you fought for your baby, and I respect that. Hey, thanks.
2: Yeah. So much like Alex. Wait. You <laughs> know. Wait. <laughs>
1: You got mail is the best 90s uh, rom-com.
2: Much like Alex, I think The Godfather Part <laughs> 2 <Yeah>. is the <laughs> best rom-com. No, uh on on a more serious note, you know, I, I think we had two titans of the genre, maybe seven titans of the
0: genre, you know, who knows. I love that you say 7, not 8. <laughs> what a what a petty decision to make. <laughs>
2: However, in this matchup, I love Pretty Woman. I think it is a it is one of the again, rom-coms that I think of when I think 90s rom-coms. I do think that the story does a lot really well. However, DDLJ just does so much well and then does so much more. It's a fantastic movie. So I, I've got to vote DDLJ.
1: Yeah, and Mouse Hunt gets the odd <laughs> double vote. Uh, so I think we have a tie. No, uh, it's DDLJ for me. I really think it's like a titan. Like, it, it really, I think there's there's a reason it was there for 20 years. Like, I I love it. Uh, Bollywood film. A lot of Bollywood film is better than a lot of shit we got in Western media anyway. But people just don't watch it. But shout outs to DDLJ. Uh, it's going to get a triple sweep here.
0: Yeah. And, you know, Matt has his stuff that he normally says, but we did it at the beginning of the episode this time
1: yeah
2: yeah but we can we can say some of it um if you enjoyed today's show you should share it with who joe mama
1: oh share with
2: joe mama yeah please because they conceived you in the 90s
1: mm-hmm. is that is that our primary audience you think it's people born in the 90s Probably. i would guess
2: so i think it's well actually from our most recent look at demographics um It's mostly people born in the 90s. We've got a good contingent of Zoomers and then a pretty strong contingent of like uh, 45 to 60 year old women. (laughs) Uh,
1: They're reliable listeners. (laughs) Nice. Honestly, I mean, single hot moms in our area. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Shout yes, out to you. Speaks, Share this speaks episode with Jay. single hot
2: moms in your area. Yeah, please do. If you see some kind of ad pop up somewhere, I don't know where it would pop up that <laughs> tells you that there's single hot moms in your area. You should probably get in, get in touch with them. You should probably click on it, get in touch
0: with them, send them out. our podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, sign up to whatever channel. I got that service. link, They're and whenever she asks money. you to send your money, just be like, I have something that's worth more than that. I got a podcast. <laughs> I don't
0: I don't have enough uh liquid finances, but I have this podcast. Yeah. People love immaterial gifts. Yeah, it's true.
2: <laughs> uh all right. With that said. We already did all the plugs for social media. We got some bangers coming up for you, though. In the pipeline. I bet you're wondering, what's our next bracket? And it's not what you think. Bracket schmacket. Um, (laughs) That's the theme. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, We've actually... (laughs) We're doing a best bracket bracket. (laughs) What's the best bracket concept? We're doing some some stuff with some guests. Uh, So...
1: We're yeah. going to have a bunch of really rad guests coming up and really rad little, little themes. We, we want more people to, to come have fun with us because we have fun whenever we have people on here. So it's going to be a rattle time and maybe you'll see some familiars. Well, you won't see them. Maybe you'll hear some familiar voices <laughs> uh, and maybe you'll hear some new ones and maybe yeah. it'll be someone, you know, I mean, hey, maybe you'll a, fall in love. Slide. Yeah, maybe you'll fall in love. Uh, you could. In the tough cuts, Gulai, Guest July. He, okay. Goulay. He pitched that joke like a million times before we recorded, and we were like, ah, I don't we know, maybe agreed. you should have do it. And we then all like, agreed we weren't going to yeah, do it. He went for it.
2: said it's not very funny, and it's <laughs> kind of weird. <laughs> and it. then I said it anyway.
0: <sighs> no ghouls allowed. Wait, wait. Only
2: g- g- guests. Gulai. We're coming to off